Hey guys, I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report, and we are streaming live at 55. I like to start streaming about five minutes early. You know, just since you guys are here, Joelle's here, Dylan's here, answering your phone calls. Well, you can call in five minutes. But, um, well, you can call now, whatever. But I'm not going to pick up anything, and I'm not going to start in on the show show part until five minutes in. But we are live on YouTube, of course, dlive.tv slash the Hake Report on my channels. And I'm pondering whether I should go on my channels during the week, too. And which would mean that you, the viewers, would have to switch over. Go from Jesse's stream, his stream would end, and then after a few minutes later, I would start up. Maybe. Might do that. Be easier for me, actually, then I don't have to cut, upload on my channels. It would already be up there. That'd be cool. So it's something to think about. But I'm also on Facebook, I'm presuming, right? Looks like I'm on uh, Periscope, I think. And of course, Mixer and Twitch. <laughs> That's cool. I appreciate you guys joining. Um, you know what? Let me let me s greet Skip Raymond Eleven Scott Rick A Texas Coba. Koba is an interesting personality over there on YouTube. And then, of course, I'm going to be talking about uh, something that I heard on Asmodore's Saturday stream yesterday. And it just got me thinking about the double standard against whites, Christians, men, conservatives, truth. <laughs> um, it's ridiculous. And I, I know I kind of have my... I think I know why. <laughs> and it does piggyback off of this a lot of the stuff that Jesse Lee Peterson says. But hey, he's a he's kind of a wise man, right? I think. <laughs> Might as well uh piggyback because it is important stuff. And I have some throwback stuff that I'm going to get that I'm going to play for you guys. Um just because I don't know a lot about history, but I remember some things that happened 5, 10 years ago, 12 years ago. And it's just interesting. I heard that there was a fight last night. And it was a sanctioned fight where they, pay, the, both parties are paid, presumably. It was boxing match. Tyson Fury. I guess Fury is the white man versus a guy, a black guy. <laughs> and I heard that he won. The white man won. So congratulations to the white man. Right on. It was a crazy fight. Those guys are tall. Six foot seven, six foot nine. One guy is like a whole, f almost a whole foot taller than me. I'm five nine and a quarter, five nine and three quarters when I don't have a beta back. <laughs> it's all smashed together. But um, you can call in. You will be able to call in. 888-775-3773. Just ch double checking our streams. What's up to Jay over there? Hey, Jay. Kathy. I am on Twitch. I like to be on all of these platforms. I mostly, honestly, pay attention to dlive.tv and YouTube. Those are where you can super chat, and that's where the most activity is. But if you like Facebook, if you like Periscope, if you like Mixer, Twitch, stay there. I appreciate it. So um, let me just go a run, give you a quick rundown on the, some of the stuff that I would like to cover if I have time. Bernie won in Nevada, by the way. I think, right? Well, <laughs> I'm looking at Joel. <laughs> He's not into politics, me neither. But uh, I am more. <laughs> coronavirus update. I have some interesting things about the coronavirus. Trump is making America great again regarding the courts. You know, you guys have your reservations, I understand. But he is, he's doing it. He's flipped to the Ninth Circuit Court is what I've heard. That's cool. Bloomberg, Michael Bloomberg is dumb and evil. And there is a... There is an actor that we know and sort of love, slash director, movie maker, long time, long standing guy, who seems to support Bloomberg instead of Trump. Uh, I'm gonna lean in on him a little bit. I mean, I respect the guy still. And there are, there are some evil things going on out there in the world. One girl was, a black girl, I think, a little black girl, was found in a duffel bag in 
uh, dead. It, her body was found in Hacienda Heights, which is not far from where Joel and I are from originally. <laughs> and there are some evil women being exposed and all kinds of mess. But it is the top of the hour. Let's go ahead and get started. talking about the double standard against whites, conservatives, Christians, and men. Case in point, look at Obama versus Trump. Eric Holder, Attorney General, versus Attorney General William Barr. It's crazy. And you can call in, and we'll talk. Oh, it's the hate report, the hate report, la la la. Appreciate you guys joining in. I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It is just after 9 a.m. Pacific time here in Los Angeles. It's Sunday, February 23rd, 2020. And I have some um, I have some interesting things to cover. I have a throwback clip that I'm gonna have to set up for you guys. And even though I set it up, unless you really have an excellent memory and know your history. You're going to be lost even amidst the clip, but I think it's it's just a clip that I think about a lot. And it was something that took place in, I guess, the halls of Congress. <laughs> uh, I hate that phrase. Um, between Representative Steve King and uh, the former Obama Attorney General Eric Holder, black guy, liberal wants to brainwash the masses. He openly said, and it was recorded, and you can find this, that he wants to brainwash the people against guns so that we can, well, I'm putting these words in his mouth, but it's valid, so that we can overturn the Second Amendment, all right? And so he's so evil. And and uh, Steve King lays out his, this guy's legacy of being attorney general over the, over the few years or several years, really, because this this clip that I'm going to play for you took place in April 2014, I want to say. Let me just double check that. Yeah, it took place around April of 2014. And um, I had to dig it up because it's crazy. But the reason that I was thinking about this was because I was... You know, you guys uh, may have heard my interview on Asmodor's show a couple of Wednesdays ago. Not this past Wednesday, but the Wednesday prior. And, um, you know, every now and then I tune into his program when I can. And he was talking about the ridiculousness, the evil, the insanity that's, um, that is the people in power, you know, the government... And the people who run businesses, um, who are, you know, mm, lacking integrity, well, let's just call it that. Hiring and bringing in and keeping illegal aliens here in the country. And we want to stop to all immigration, honestly. Is my stream okay? I'm, I might be. My stream is okay, right? Yeah. Okay. So, um, and we, he talked about this case where there was a previous guest on the Jesse Lee Peterson show named, um, Pastor Steven Anderson. He's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show one time, and prior to that, he was on the Fallen State. Fallen State interview was very friendly. The Jesse Lee Peterson show interview, not so much. He told him, he told Jesse Lee Peterson, you can go to hell, because <laughs> you're a false prophet. But anyways, this guy, Pastor Steven Anderson, I think he's about my age, maybe a year older, maybe even younger. And he has a bunch of kids, good for him. He lives in Arizona, and according to Asmodor, he works for a living. And he, as opposed to just being a pastor of a church, 
he has, he has his own side job, well, real job, day job, where he's, you know, installing uh, security systems or whatever. And so he's driving on the highways a lot, and he gets stopped a lot because he's in Arizona on this highway. Maybe, I don't know if it's the 10 freeway. I don't know where he is exactly, but he gets stopped at these checkpoints. And interestingly enough, it's east-west checkpoints as opposed to north-south. And he apparently got sick of it or something. And he um, basically pulled the old, like, what Black Lives Matter is trying to do. Like, what? what's her name? Remember that woman who went nuts and then she committed suicide in, in jail, but she wouldn't put out her cigarette. She wouldn't get out of the car. And this cop in Texas dragged her out of the car and then she was just cussing and just acting crazy. Um, Sandra Bland, liberal black woman, killed herself. She was suicidal prior to this. But Pastor Steven Anderson seemingly went that in that direction. Yeah, I'd love to have him on the Hake Report. But um, he was like, am I... Am I being detained? Well, he didn't say that, but he said, why am I being arrested? Or something along those lines, right? He's questioning the cops and not, not complying because he wants to know why and he feels that they're, getting, they're treating him unfairly. And so he's basically kind of verbally challenging them and not obeying their request for him to come out of the car and stuff like that. He's all, I have to obey you. So um, according to him... They lied and said that the dog sniffed something in his car. And, of course, he's not the type who would be transporting drugs. So it's quite possible that that they really were lying. I don't know. But um, they break his... They tell him to close his eyes because they're going to break the window. So they break his window on the passenger side or something. And they basically... They drag him out of the car, taser him, and he's screaming and... I don't know, it's a crazy video on YouTube, and he explains it on all that stuff. Well, it's very interesting because these are Border Patrol agents, right? Or ICE types or something. One of those. And it's just kind of interesting that they prosecuted or went after the white man, but not the, uh, the Hispanics. Because if they go after the Hispanics, that's profiling. <laughs> Ridiculous. It is old. It's an old story. But I'm just telling you guys, Sandra Bland was not suicidal before her death. Hake, stop lying. Says star 2897. Well, according to her mother, if I remember correctly, she had tried it before. So I'm not lying. And the fact that she committed suicide shows you she had problems prior to this. Why would you commit suicide just after three days of jail? So, yes, she was. (laughs) Scott is telling her. But, um, Malkuth X, yes, this is an old story. But the point is, they've allowed these illegal aliens for decades on end to come into the country. Obama was part of it, but even before Obama, the, both Bushes, Clinton, all of them, and all of the Congress allowed it to to go on. Yeah, there were some who were raising a stink. Representative Stephen King, or Steve King, he, from out of Iowa, Republican who was censured for white nationalism, which isn't even true. But even if it was true, he shouldn't be censured. But he was, he was calling for a wall back in, the, um, in 2005. He was calling for a wall and it, that went deep down into the ground. I guess they can dig tunnels, tunnels even deeper, but it still is... Uh, walls work, still. That wasn't her mom, that was a puppet. <laughs> What's the difference, right? So, it is, um, you, you find Joe Arpaio, anybody who wants to enforce the law, President Donald Trump, or even before he was president, Donald Trump, candidate Donald Trump, um, Sheriff Joe Arpaio out of Maricopa County, Arizona. This Arizona bill, there was an Arizona law that enabled police to request documents and stuff like that to try to crack down on immigration. And that was called racist and is going to lead to racial profiling and stuff. And they're not going into the white communities with this stuff because most whites aren't illegal aliens. But 
vastly disproportionately, it's the Hispanics being illegal aliens, especially Mexicans. So, um, so <laughs> I see this star is still trying to argue with it. Just because she had tried it before doesn't mean she was still suicidal, SMH. She had issues. She committed suicide. It's not, it's not really disputed. Anyways, I'm surprised that Star watches my show. Appreciate it, Star. We do not have this video of Steven Anderson. You can find it. Or catch Asmodor's show. But I have a clip. You look at... I do not have it, Dylan. Um, I have a clip of Congressman Steve King talking about um, the partisan, what he calls partisan political persecution, oh gosh, by prosecuting the president's enemies. He used a bunch of peas. He thought it was clever. <laughs> I guess it could be. But this was from when Obama was president. And he's going to rattle off, when I play this clip for you guys, he's going to rattle off a bunch of of stories. And I've told you about the illegals, right? They're they're cracking down on Joe Arpaio. They called him contempt of court. They uh, or contempt of yeah, I think it was contempt of court. The uh, some judge accused him of being in contempt of court and they tried to get him on racial profiling, which wasn't true, but but it should have been true like it should be we should be racially profiling. And um, they went after Trump. The media is on their side, the government, the academics, the activists, and half of the country, half the voters. Um, Back in 2014, August of 2014, before I play this clip, um, this was actually a few months after this clip, right? GOP Congressman Steve King threatens the I-word. Remember Trump used the term the I-word? Impeachment. In other words, if Obama acts alone on DACA, I have this uh, little MSNBC headline, uh, Joel, you can show it, but um, Steve King threatens the I word, and that's impeachment. If Obama acts alone, and that they're referring to DACA, Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, and that means illegal aliens who were brought here when they were minors. And they're not kids, they weren't even kids at this point. Most of them, most of them were adults or have been adults for quite some time. But they were, um, he wanted, and everybody was talking about, oh, this is unconstitutional for Obama to institute DACA, allowing the illegal aliens who arrived here as children to stay here. They're like, through no fault of their own. I don't care. Send them back. And when Trump tried to, I think Trump tried to send them back, didn't he? Or am I wrong? He might have tried to send them back, and then and then some judge overturned it. I could be wrong. You guys can check on check my work. And yes, legal immigration is bad too. We got to stop that. I don't know if it's worse, but um, October 2015, I have this headline for you guys, and then I will play this clip. CBS. This is from CBS Dallas Fort Worth. White Texas man sentenced for hate crime attack on black man. And it was a crime that he committed. A white Houston area man was sentenced to nearly six years in federal prison for committing a hate crime when he surprise punched an elderly black man. Conrad Alvin Barrett was the white man's name. Got prison plus three years probation. Barrett admitted in court to racial motivation in the November 24th, 2013 attack on his 81-year-old victim. Barrett was 29. He filmed the attack on his cell phone. Dumb white man, right? He punched an 81-year-old man to the ground. Barrett laughed and said, Knockout! As he ran to his vehicle and fled. So that was the one case of a white-on-black knockout game, right? And this was the only case that I know of it's been prosecuted as a so-called hate crime. We should get rid of hate crimes entirely because they don't exist. I mean, it's just every crime is, is born out of hate unless it's a crime like um, I don't acknowledge same-sex marriage because <laughs> that could be considered a crime quite soon. Who knows? But um, 
the hate crimes are prosecuted by f- the feds, meaning Eric Holder at the time, who was attorney general during er- 2013. The knockout game was widely known as black on white. The one white on black, bam, hate crime. Of course, this guy is dumb. He shouldn't have done that. But it is a double standard. And I, I pointed this out uh, um, because I was in the live chat on Asmodor's stream. And it is a double standard against whites, Christian men, Christians and men. And it is, um, but that's something that you have to just know. It's not something to complain about. It's something that you have to know and act accordingly. Because you're held, Christians in general are just held to a higher standard, period. And men are too, honestly. And now it's, it's whites too. Just held to a higher standard and held to a r- ridiculous, silly standard. It is a wacky standard, as Hesmondor pointed out. Because even when they're not wrong, even when they're right, they're called wrong. But you just stand your ground anyway, like President Trump did, and you win in the end. But stay right. Don't be like Conrad Barrett, where you get mad and you try to show the double standard by doing something wrong, just like what the blacks are doing against the whites, punching... Sucker punching uh, an old man, an old black man, and just trying to expose, oh, this is a double standard. No, that's not wise. (laughs) Or like, seemingly, this man, um, Pastor Steven Anderson did, trying to stand up for his constitutional rights or whatever. They don't respect the constitutional rights, so just comply, and you can complain later. (laughs) <laughs> don't hit yourself. Don't do a stunt unless you're willing to get uh, pay the price, get beat up, tasered, and all that stuff. So I'm going Eric Holder. So fast forward to today. President Trump is under fire, and so is Attorney General William Barr. This bunch of stupid former federal authorities in the DOJ are being attacked because William Barr. Seems like he might be complying with the wishes of President Donald Trump because Roger Stone, the, prose- the federal prosecutors against Roger Stone, who was working, f- helping at least the Trump campaign, or, you know, he was a surrogate anyways. He was for, he was pro-Trump. He was prosecuted for WikiLeaks-related stuff and the Russia, phony Russia investigation. And the crime was very whatever. But he was sentenced to seven to nine years, or they wanted him sentenced to seven to nine years. And, and Trump is like, that's ridiculous. He's basically speaking on behalf of everybody. Everybody knows it's ridiculous. Even the judge admitted that it was ridiculous. But Trump tweeted that. And then afterward, William Barr, attorney general, and the DOJ pulled that back. They're like, oh, that's a little bit excessive. And they said that they did it independently of Trump, but nobody believes it meaning the liberal media don't believe it. So they're saying, oh, Trump is ordering William Barr, the attorney general, what to do his political bidding. And that's so funny because they weren't saying anything about that when Obama was doing it with uh, attorney general Eric Holder, who was very political. Like I said, he only prosecuted this white, white case of the white man. Well, let me just show you guys this video from April 2014, and then I'll get to some calls. It's about a five-minute video, five-and-a-half-minute video. And it's Representative Steve King out of Iowa. Seems like a solid guy. I don't know. Confronting then-Attorney General Eric Holder, Obama Attorney General Eric Holder, about are you independent of Obama's, of Obama? Meaning, because supposedly the attorney general is supposed to act generally independently when he admitted that he's Obama's wingman. And have you prosecuted anybody who is not conservative or white? Have you prosecuted any liberals or anybody from your administration who was seen as corrupt? Lois Lerner, remember the Iowa... Some of you may not know, but in the IRS, Obama's IRS... They were investigating and doing all kinds of crazy things with anything related to the Tea Party. Anything that sounded conservative. Because the Tea Party did a ma- struck a major blow on the Congress under Obama. That's when Nancy Pelosi, she was Speaker of the House, and then when the Tea Party came in, 
And she was no longer Speaker of the House. Somebody else was Speaker of the House, a, a conservative or a Republican anyway. I think it was not a conservative. It might have been somebody dumb like uh, Paul Ryan or something ridiculous or John Boehner. Pathetic. But anyways, they went after the Tea Party. And they're saying, no, it wasn't politically motivated at all. No. So listen closely to this. I'm going to try to jot down some of the notes because he rattles off a bunch of things. And you're not going to recognize a lot of it, but you may recognize some of it. But just pay attention. Everything that he's rattling off in terms of the prosecutions are liberals. I mean, are uh, conservatives or white. In case of Conrad Barry, he's not conservative. <laughs> Conservatives don't commit crimes. At least not violent crimes. Um, that's a liberal thing. Um, and then he's going to rattle off a whole bunch of items that were not prosecuted, but could have been or should have been. And that is basically stuff from within the Obama administration. And or just liberals, blacks, Black Panthers... Black Panthers at one point um, threatened or acted threateningly towards people at a voting precinct during the first Obama election in 2008. And, of course, you know, George W. Bush is pretty weak, so he, he didn't really throw the book at them or his attorney general, whoever. But listen to this. Let's, gonna, let's go ahead and play this, Joel. Representative Steve King confronting Eric Holder, and then I will get to calls. Appreciate you guys calling in. Let's go. Mr. King, for five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Mr. General, thanks for your testimony. I appreciate you coming here. And uh, I recall a previous exchange in, in a previous hearing in between us, and I believe I asked a question to the effect of, um, uh, is your, are your priorities, are they directed by the president into your office, or are you an independent department? And I believe your response was generally, I'm independent. I don't take direct direction from the president. And it's your job to provide equal justice under the law. That would be generally uh, the response that I recall. And I know you're nodding your head in relative agreement. I was just so, thinking, I've been here too long. You guys can quote too many things that I've said previously. You know? But uh, that's, yeah. that, that, I think that's, about, that's right. That's right. Well, and, and I want to make sure I represent it accurately. I think that's an appropriate response as no, well. That's fine. That's fine. And, and uh, so I'd like to just go through a list of some of the things that pop into my head that I'm thinking about here. One of them is relatively new. It's been back in the news uh, fairly recently, and that's the Senator Ted Stevens issue. And I understand that that prosecution took place before you took office. But it's been reported as recently as March that an FBI agent was severely disciplined and that the discipline was imposed for improper actions in the investigation and prosecution of Senator Ted Stevens. Now, I think it's clear that it's very likely he lost his Senate seat over that investigation, over that conviction, and then subsequently was killed in a plane crash. That's one piece about the discipline within the FBI that I'd like to hear about. Second is the overreach by allegedly Carmen Ortiz in the, in the case of Aaron Schwartz, who committed suicide. Third one would be, we've seen as the, um, the knockout game has been reported, at least in the news, to be primarily black on white crime. I don't know of any prosecutions there except for the federal investigation and the prosecution of Conrad Barrett, who was the anomaly, as far as I'm reading the news, as a white-on-black crime of the knockout game. Next, Dinesh D'Souza um, allegedly transferred $20,000 that showed up in a U.S. Senate campaign um, targeted for this investigation. I would presume there are thousands in America who are likely in, uh, engaged in similar acts and unprosecuted uh, Governor Bob McDonnell for the charges brought against him. Now five former U.S. attorneys general uh, have come out for the Virginia and said they think this is overreach and outside the definition of the law. And then I'm thinking about Governor Chris Christie, who uh, when the situation of the bridge, or known as Bridgegate, came up within a week, there were federal investigators investigating the Hurricane Sandy issue. Now, that's just things that I put down here while I'm sitting here listening to the testimony. Here's the other side. Black Panthers prosecution canceled about the time you took office. Tom Perez, Assistant Attorney General at the time, now Secretary of Labor, sat just nearly where you are and said he'd provided the lowest penalty allowable under law. We know that wasn't true. It was the smallest de minimis penalty provided under law. You've heard uh, Jim Sensenbrenner bring up the James Clapper issue in his testimony, the conflicting testimony under oath. 
I'm thinking of another governor, Governor John Corzine, a billion dollars missing in Global Crossing. I don't know of a prosecution there that's taking place. Lois Lerner, I think she would be a candidate. Then I'm thinking of entire classes of people that have been exempted by this administration, down to the point of, I understand this is immigration enforcement. However, 99.92% of those who have been removed uh, aren't removed because they're unlawfully present. Only 0.08% are for that narrow little reason because classes of people have been created by this administration, exempted from the law, uh, at least in, in, in fact. And then marijuana companies exempted from enforcement of the law as well as essentially a suspension of the federal enforcement of marijuana laws. We've talked about DOMA. I take us to voter fraud and the Texas issue uh, where Texas says, I want a voter ID. Uh, they get labeled a, a, as a poll tax and a racist plot. I, my question really is, have you prosecuted anyone in this administration? Have you, have you impaneled a grand jury? Have you investigated anyone in this administration? Because it looks to me that those folks that are on the other side of the aisle are getting extra scrutiny, and those on your side of the aisle are getting no scrutiny. Nice. Um, first, I'm not going to comment on any cases that are, are, are pending. And I will simply say that um, we have followed the facts and the law in making our prosecutive determinations and making our investigatory um, decisions. Uh, this is an administration, this is a Justice Department that I have run that I'm proud of. The men and women who are the career employees or who are in the department for lesser periods of time um, make their decisions based only on uh, the facts and the law and conduct themselves in the way that uh, is in the best traditions of, uh, of this department. And I'll stand, uh, put my record up against any other attorney general, any other justice department, and any hint that we have engaged in anything that is partisan or inappropriate in nature, uh, I totally 1,000% reject. But you haven't really responded to I the question of whether you've investigated or indicted a member of the administration. The, that would be an unresponsive um, response, King, I would assert. Yeah, we, time has expired. Thank <laughs> In other words, he did not answer the question. So if you were paying close attention, he just rattled off a whole bunch of things. And then <laughs> afterwards, Eric Holder's like, that's Obama's Eric Holder. And he was just gave a phony, canned response to it. He listed off stuff that I had forgotten about. Dinesh D'Souza giving a campaign contribution when um, that was, you know, on, on, it was like a straw campaign co contribution because you're not supposed to be able to donate more than, what, 10000 or or 2500 or something like that to a campaign. So he had his friends, he had the donations go under his friends' names, and this is quite common, as uh, according to Steve King, Representative Steve King, and only he was prosecuted. And Dinesh D'Souza had done a had just done a movie, a documentary on Obama. It was called 2016 Obama's America or something like that. And it was actually quite eye-opening. I learned a lot about Obama, his hatred for for whites, his mother's hatred for whites, and uh, how he depleted the military, and all kinds of different things, and how they ha how they brainwashed the kids. They be, being not necessarily just Obama, but um, but uh, the liberals, <laughs> the liberals in like L.A., down in Hermosa Beach and all that, all that, brainwashing the kids, basically like Hitler Youth, supporting Obama, singing songs for Obama, and uh, the, he mentioned a few other things. Chris Christie, Governor Chris Christie, who was New Jersey's governor. Supposedly, Bridgegate was this big thing, and so federal investigators went in. The knockout game I mentioned. Aaron Schwartz, I looked into that story back at the time when I heard him rattle off this stuff, but Aaron Schwartz was basically like a hacker or something like that. Kind of exposing corruption, something like that, something along those lines. He mentioned Lois Lerner. She was the head of the IRS, Obama's IRS. And she resigned, if I remember right. But she was not prosecuted. And Obama told, um, what's the guy's name? Bill O'Reilly. There was not even a smidgen of corruption in the IRS. And of course it is. And IRS is basically a violation of the Constitution, too. Because uh, you're, 
you're guilty unless proven innocent. You have to prove that you're not committing fraud with your taxes. Um, the Black Panthers, I mentioned them, where... <laughs> I don't know, it's crazy. James Clapper, who has been kind of shameless and anti-Trump even to this day, I think. Isn't he like... Doesn't he show up on CNN and stuff like that? A liberal. Um, what else? Oh, they talked about marijuana laws. DOMA. He mentioned DOMA, was, which is the Defense of Marriage Act. Defense of Marriage Act was passed under George W. Bush, as I recall. Basically saying that marriage is between one man and one woman. It was passed, if I recall right. And he didn't enforce it. Because Obama supported... Same-sex marriage. And he pretended not to, but he did. And Jesse Lee Peterson knew it. He called it way back in 2007, 2008. And dumb, li- dumb liberal reporters were pretending that, oh, no, he doesn't support same-sex marriage. Because back then it was not politically positive to support it. And uh, the marijuana laws. The marijuana laws. That was always a liberal thing to promote legalization of marijuana, and now a lot of so-called conservatives support it, too. Um, And he said entire classes of, meaning illegal aliens, entire classes were exempt from our immigration laws under Obama. And that's what they're doing today with, in California, in all kinds of states. They're They're promoting illegal aliens just staying here. Sanctuary laws. By the way, there is one positive note about, or two positive notes, about the immigration thing right now. One is, one is, um, that down in San Diego, the sheriff said that he's gonna, he's not complying with California's sanctuary state law. That's a positive thing. And, um, what else? Over in, um... I think it was, I think I saw that the immigration in general has gone down a bit, quite a bit. I heard that Mick Mulvaney was saying, oh, we, we're desperate for more immigrants, though. But I heard that immigration has slowed down quite a lot. So he said, any prosecutions in the Obama administration? And of course, Eric Holder didn't answer. He said, he didn't answer, he said, well, I stand by my people, and we did a 100% correct liar. And he didn't answer. No, because there were no prosecutions in the Obama administration. There were no prosecutions against what's right. But now they're, the liberals are all crying because Trump is pushing for his attorney general to do the right thing. And Attorney General William Barr is not as tough as Trump is. And voter fraud was crazy, too. We wanted, we wanted voter ID laws. In Texas, they wanted voter ID laws, and around the country. Because it's very easy to commit voter fraud. Just, uh, you can go in and say you're anybody. And you can vote. <laughs> you don't have to show ID or anything. And you can vote. And of course, if, if it's open to corruption, of course it's going to be corrupt. And it is open to corruption. It's easy. Yeah, um, people are saying that Bush wanted the Christian votes. Test Monkey 13A over on Twitch. Bush wanted the Christian votes. He pretended too. Yeah. I know a lot of you guys are into the, the weed thing. You say, what about alcohol? <laughs> you can, you can, uh, you can, if you want to outlaw alcohol, let's do that too. We can outlaw it. We probably should. Hake with a K. So, let me get to Jose. He might not understand the gist of what I was getting at with this video. Out of Texas. Jose, what's up? Yes, sir. What's going on? Not much. How about you? All is well. Right on. Yeah, um, I'm asking on the... Well, what's the, the main topic of the... Of the video? Going on. Yeah. It was showing how Obama and Eric Holder, way back then, they were going after all the conservatives and the whites and not going after any of the liberal corruption that was in his own administration. 
And Eric Holder is the guy that was sitting down. Yeah, he, black, Eric Holder is the black guy, the black yeah, attorney general. I recognize general. him. I recognize him. What year is that video? 2013. Wait, oh, 2013. 13. And it's funny because you compare it to the stuff going on today. Uh-huh. And attorney general Eric, uh, Eric, William Barr is the new Eric Holder, right? And Trump oh, okay. is the new Obama. And okay. Trump is not doing anything near what Obama and Eric Holder were doing. Trump and Attorney General William Barr. William yeah. Barr, well, I don't know if it was William Barr, but oh, Trump's Attorney General prosecuted um, that white guy for a hate crime when it wasn't even really a hate crime. So right. if anything, the, um, the DOJ under Trump is still too liberal and too soft and too anti-white, anti-male. <laughs> yeah. So it's, so it's just showing that um, these people are so phony. They're going after yeah. Trump, calling him, calling him and his um, attorney general of being, they're accusing them of being in cahoots and corrupt and politically motivated, when that is hardly the case. Right. Meanwhile, because, that's all they did. They Say right. that again? And, and they're making it up, right? Like, they really know yeah. that it's bull. Okay. Yeah, when you look at this Roger Stone case, for example. Roger Stone right. helped Trump, he was supporting Trump, and he pretended like he had this inside information with uh, WikiLeaks. Yeah. And so he sounds like he lied, and they want, and it sounds like he may have threatened one guy and saying that this one guy, this liberal fellow, this, I almost called him a fellow comedian, because I think of, I think of Roger Stone as almost being funny. But, um, he said that this liberal comedian was his back channel into WikiLeaks, when in reality he had no back channel. And supposedly he threatened this guy, who's a fellow, like, grown male, big guy, not some wilting willow, (laughs) not, not some wilting weak person. But that constitutes seven to nine years in prison. They wanted at least seven years in prison, the federal prosecutors. Meaning the DOJ, the which is rife with liberals. So the DOJ yeah. is still liberal. It's not pro-Trump. Yeah. Attorney right. General William Barr is nominally pro-Trump, but he's basically just trying to be fair. And he's... I don't know how strong he is. We'll see. But he's not... It's not, nothing like what it was under Obama and, right. um, and with Attorney General Eric Holder. Right. So... Okay, and uh, see, so 2013, the... 2014, actually, 2014. Okay, 14. Yeah. Okay. And interestingly, right. it's only gotten worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have, right. basically, now it's, it's, it's politically, it's politically bad if you're against marijuana now. If you say marijuana is wrong, you get even the, the right... The right wingers yeah, going I, after that's you. Insane. I, I keep on like wondering because I'm, you know, in Texas, you know, it's supposed to be like very conservative, but yeah, yeah it's the it's more liberal uh, uh, cities that are pushing it. And then you got, you know, around Texas, you know, you people, you know, they're conservative, but then yeah, they're they're like okay with it, but right, but I, I guess they're older that they 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 don't do it, but you know they. I don't know, they just go along? I don't, I don't know what, yeah. why they don't see it. And same like, thing with, same thing, this guy mentioned uh, Steve King back in 2014, he mentioned DOMA. And it was 2012 or 2013 that the Supreme Court pretended like they were legalizing, they can't legalize anything, honestly, the Supreme well, Court, legalized same, same-sex marriage. DOMA oh, okay. was oh. the Defense of Marriage Act, saying marriage oh, is between really? a man and a woman. And then um, this... One case went up to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said, under a bunch of liberals, that you can't say that we that a same-sex couples don't have the right to get married to each other, so-called married, and so they made up a, def- a fake definition of marriage, and said and forced their way into meddling in our in what's right. First yeah. of all, like they don't, they have they're the federal government, the Supreme Court is, and they have no say on marriage. Honestly, right? Yeah, yeah. So and, uh, I mean, and and also, you know, same sex uh, having same sex, you know, you know, the couples having sex, 
that used to be illegal too because right you are hurting you know the body you yeah know? you're hurting you know and it's and, and it's in, guess, it's you, indecent. You, it's setting a bad yeah, example yeah. in front I mean, of yeah, yeah. kids it, and everything. You know, spiritually, but physically, like, it, you know, hurting. And yeah. then, but they've been pushing it, you know, since the 70s, 80s. Right. It, and then all of a sudden you just grow up, oh, it's just love. Yeah, but and now, and now even, so, even so-called conservative politicians are, are promoting, promoting homosexuals. Like, uh, yeah. Matt Gates was celebrating, Matt Gates, who's supposed to be a conservative pro-Trump guy, He's celebrating the fact that Trump nominated or named um, this this homosexual guy Richard Grinnell uh-huh. to dif- director of national intelligence, right? And okay. and he has Richard Grinnell pushing the um, legalizing homos- homosexuality abroad, right? <laughs> That's conserv. That? These are so-called conservatives promoting homosexuality when oh, just six God. years ago it was still controversial. Yeah. And it was not politically, it's not politically expedient to be in favor of the homosexuals. But now it totally is. And that's a disservice to the homosexuals. Because you're pretending that wrong is right. But that's how far we've fallen. It's crazy. That that is. All right. I appreciate that, Jose. Yeah, thank you, man. I'm glad I was able to clear that up. Kathy Kinney points out or says, because they are using marijuana to take away your Second Amendment right. Under the program, you have to sign over your rights to keep and bear arms. Is that true? She does say Eric Holder is a bad guy. True. Eric Holder was like, when they go, when they go low, you kick them. He said that recently. He was, he was and is a slime ball. Anyways, let me, I'm going to have to, Okay, at 45 minutes after, guys, I'm going to open the treasure chest. If you're in one of those odd places, like in, that's like 15 minutes off or 30 minutes off, then you're going to have to figure it out. But in like three minutes, we're going to open the treasure chest on DLive. And uh, let me read some of these super chats, too, if I have any. I think we're good. Okay, so I just wanted to point that out. And it isn't a complaining thing. You talk about gay stuff way too much. Why, Malkuthex? You don't like you don't like hearing about how homosexuality didn't used to be f- smiled upon. Now it's smiled upon. It's disgusting. It's evil. Um, anyways, um, it's not something to complain about, but it's something to know. Be aware of. Be cool. Like a lot of you guys want to talk about the Jews and stuff like that, and then. Um, and then you get all mad when you get called hateful. <laughs> and you already know that, it's, that you're going to be labeled as hateful. So just know what you're getting into when you're, when you're, when you're uh, pushing what you're pushing. Because you are held to a higher standard. You're held to both a higher standard and a, and, a, and a double standard, which is unjust. And the higher standard is just. But since you know it, now you've got to be smart and play along. So, can you believe it? Bernie Sanders won in Nevada. He's, from what somebody pointed out, that he has effectively won all three of the states that he's had caucuses in, or primaries. Iowa was the first one, right? He and, he and Pete Boot Edge Edge were neck and neck, the homosexual. <laughs> and uh, Bernie Sanders is the socialist. Brazenly socialist, communist, basically. We tried outlawing alcohol. That didn't work. I don't know. Do you really believe that history? I don't know if I believe that history. Somebody said, we, we tried uh, uh, banning alcohol. That didn't work. It was women who outlawed it. That's interesting. That may be the case. So yes, it didn't work. <laughs> you might be right. It might be right. But um, think about all the people that are pushing for marijuana. That's women and female-minded liberals. Who are pushing for marijuana and people who are on pot, and then there is there are some libertarians who are kind of smart, but libertarians are not your friend. So I I I'm okay with I'm okay with marijuana staying as it is illegal. I know that you could say that it, that the federal government doesn't have a right to outlaw these these substances nationwide because it's not listed in the Constitution or whatever. 
but um, like Jesse points out, you should be you should want to be clear-minded. So whatever the law is, you should not be you should not be pushing for changing it. You should not be pushing for people to be on it because it is it is it it uh, clouds your your mind and people don't realize people aren't conscious that all these things all these substances cloud your mind. And meanwhile, your stuff is taken away. Let me open the treasure chest. First, let me put in a little bit. All right, guys, I'm opening the treasure chest, and by the time you hear me, it's going to be too late. So click the chest now. So, um, the coronavirus. I hear that it is actually, not to scare anybody, but it is not being handled properly. (laughs) Joel needs a treasure chest for remembering. It is not being handled properly. We don't have the political will, meaning the the moral strength to deal with to deal with these these things like um, like sicknesses, disease, and right and wrong and laws. Nobody wants to enforce the law. It would be quite easy to deal with these people who are. Um, here illegally to um, prosecute crime, but because it seems racist or whatever, people don't want to do it. Or um, it's, it's pathetic. Or people are making a lot of money or whatever. And the people who are so brainwashed and feel sorry for the criminals, they're victims, make victims out of criminals. It's female thinking. It's it's kind of like that mama spirit, right? Where the mother wants to spoil the child and reward the bad behavior, whereas the father wants to punish the bad behavior and not spoil the child, not be overprotective, and just let them suffer and, and grow and thrive. But the mama spirit is Bernie Sanders with this Medicare for all mess. Ah, Medicare for all. And you have grown adult men pushing this Medicare for all, meaning give everybody so-called health care. It's really health insurance, health rationing. And it's not even really insurance, really. You're getting lesser care. And, but that's that, it's that fake, it's that fake um, feeling sorry for people and taking care of them when it's the worst thing for them. It's just dulling the country. People are becoming spoiled. Hey, you should enable subscriptions on DLive, says JJ Hempcrete Bear. I'll see if I can. I'll have to look into that. But congratulations to the lucky followers, and then I will get to the calls. Reed Johnson, Army Ann, right on Army Ann. Bub's Love, thank you Bub's Love. Ferocious Chihuahua, and Man Dude. Thank you, man. And the congrats to the rest as well. Been saying it, JJ. Apply for affiliate hate report. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. So. uh, As far as this coronavirus, you know, they're they're calling it racist. Even China is trying to accuse the Wall Street Journal of being racist. Wall Street Journal is a joke. They're far... They're basically far-left rhinos. I'm going to call them far-left rhinos. They tried to take down PewDiePie. The Wall Street Journal did. They accused him of, like, using Nazi memes and being, you know, basically, I don't know, being racist or something stupid. PewDiePie being the biggest YouTuber uh, for a long time. He was the biggest YouTuber for a long time. I don't know if he still is. But he was, like, an independent guy, and he's bigger than the Wall Street Journal, really. Bigger than the mainstream media, for the most part. Except he's online. But he has a nine-year-old army, right? But coronavirus is, is um, I, from what I hear, and I've seen this repeatedly, messing up supply chains. A lot of people get their stuff from China, get it made in China, and all that stuff. China is a big part of this globalist world economy, right? And that's why we kind of let them get away with messing with us. They're so, um, they're constantly committing all kinds of fraud. Nobody has the 
guts to crack down on China except for President Trump. He's been calling them out for decades before I even knew that he was remotely political. I remember him calling out China. China is taking advantage of us. They're copying all our stuff. And yeah, um, and actually the federal government and the state um, governments here in America have been undermining the manufacturing here in this country by being so-called union-friendly and having all these rules and taxes and minimum wage and all kinds of trash. We should get rid of all that stuff for the most part. And, um, but now a lot of stuff has to get made in China or made in some other country. And so it's crazy. Mark, you can call back. We accidentally hung up on you. <laughs> but um, it is messing up supply chains, and that's the reality is that we are, we are in bed with China. Meaning we rely on them. A lot of companies rely on them, on China. And now China is mishandling all kinds of stuff, promoting, um, I don't know, they're, they're a mess. And they're trying to promote censorship and all kinds of stuff. No, no better or worse, really, I think, than our own media, social media, and all of those people. They're traitors to America, to be honest. Facebook is censoring on behalf of all these European countries that are promoting. They're saying, oh, this is hate speech. There's no such thing. Your speech, if you crying hate speech, you're the hateful one. <laughs> so, um, it's messing up, it's messing stuff up. So this is like a big deal, this coronavirus thing. So, be ready, be, uh, save your money. Also, New York Post is admitting, and we've been, I've mentioned it a few times, and other people have been accused of being conspiracy theorists. Tom Cotton, Senator Tom Cotton, from, I forget where he's from, he's a Republican. He mentioned that China may have been developing, you know, protection against biological warfare or biological weapons or something. China. And they are not, they don't have good standards in terms of their lab and cleanliness and preventing leaks of this, of their toxic materials. They've had leaks of SARS. SARS was a crazy... It was a crazy coronavirus. SARS is a coronavirus. Um, Several, well, 15 years ago or so. 17 years ago. And then, um, and then, uh, now this. Now this may have been, have been leaked from a lab. And people were calling it a conspiracy theory. So, anyways. Just be careful. Stay safe. Stay sane. Preserve your health and preserve your money because who knows, you know, anything can happen in the world, right? Because people are not, people are not handling stuff right. So anyways, let me get you some calls. Appreciate you guys hanging on. Um, Skip out of Augusta, Georgia. Skip, what's up? Hey, how you doing today, man? Doing fine. Nice to hear from you. Good to talk with you. Look at here. You know how, um... How people from other countries are being, you know, they're trapped over there in China with that coronavirus going on and all. And, it, and all the other countries are putting them on airplanes and bringing them back home, right? Yeah. Yeah, they well, are. You got Uganda and other places in Africa, they're not doing that. They're saying, look at here, we don't want you over here. We're just sending you some grocery money. We're going to send you some money over there to make sure you got something to eat, but we don't want you back over here. Have you yeah. seen that in the news? I haven't seen that. That's nice. Well, it's nice, but, you know, we say, uh, you know, they ain't got no sense. Some, 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 some ain't got no sense. Some blacks ain't got no sense, but they got right. more sense than we do. They leave them over there. You yeah. Know, if you want to go over there, if you want to go over there to China, you know, rough it out with them boys, you know? And stay over there. <laughs> stay over there. You know, you I know? heard Russia was... Uh, close their borders right away. And I heard that they only had like two cases. Well, well look at here. You, 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 you know, we're talking about you, you Democrats, or they're talking about impeach, impeach, impeach. Right. That's all they're worried about. 
But we've got one of the biggest things going on in the world right now, the worst things that could anybody possibly believe could happen, which is coronavirus. And we, we should be shutting our borders down yep. and putting the and putting the National Guard every ten feet if we could if we could put them on the on the border that far apart, that close apart, to make sure nobody come in this country and bring that coronavirus over here. Yeah. I mean I agree but, with you. I know that it's I know that people are worried about the economics of it too. Well look at here. We we, we produce enough food over here. And we True. we are the biggest oil producer there is. Right. We 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 could be self. We could take care of ourselves, and not have to, I know it sounds ugly. We could still uh, export, but we don't need to import anything to be uh, to survive and live here. In all honesty, that doesn't sound ugly. I mean, it sounds like the thing to do to protect ourselves, at least for the time being, and that could bring yeah. out the best in in us. But people well, don't you know want to sacrifice hate- too. You know what, Hey, I can't do anything for you if I'm not in, in able to do anything for myself. If, yeah. I, if I'm sick, if I'm sick and, and can't do anything to take care of myself, how in the world am I going to take care of somebody else? I know. So, it's, it's so wild. let's take care of America first. You know, so it's, it's so wrong. People think it's so wrong for you to say, take look look for America first. Take care of us first. Now, hell no, that ain't wrong. That's just common <laughs> sense. Yep. It's crazy, take care man. Of yourself. All right, well, look here. That's all I wanted, James. You're doing a good job, buddy. All right. Thank you, Skip. Appreciate right, it. talk to you later. Take care. Bye. Bye. Let me just quickly read the D-Live. Shout out to the D-Live, and then I'll get to Mike and the rest of you guys. Jimmy DM, Noah's Arkansas, Army Ann. Thank you guys very much. Ludwig von Neon, JJ Hempcrete Bear. Hemp. That sounds like marijuana. <laughs> a lot of you guys like marijuana, or... Are not opposed to it like Jesse and me. Ferocious Chihuahua, Bub's Love, Hot Computer Smell, Gen Bug, and Jordano's Desta. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Let me get to Mike out of San Diego, California. Mike, how you doing? Hi, James Hake. Hey, I'm good to hear from you. I'm fine. Right on. How are you? Good, right? Yes. I'm fine. Fine. <laughs> right on. Hey, bro. So, uh, last time I called, I was, uh, white snake because I was kind of snaking on you with some veiled criticism in the form of questions. And I want to apologize for that. I I owe you an apology because I realized afterward that honestly, I've just been feeling angry uh, at you guys. didn't really know it, but I've been angry at Christians because a lot of times, I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? Sometimes Christians like Bible thumper types come across as just like annoying idiots. And, yeah, uh, and then it's and then you start lumping all, all Christians in with all the annoying idiot type Christians, right? Um, and then anybody who's defending Jesus starts seeming like a bad guy. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of what I've been going through a little bit because I don't know. I, I don't have it all figured out. I'll admit it. Um, a lot of it seems like baloney to me, but um, but at the same time, I don't know. I, I think. <laughs> I, mean, I, I really don't. I don't know anything. Uh, I, but I, but I think you guys are right about a lot. Like, uh, like Jesse always says, you got to live right and be right and do right. Uh, otherwise, it's not going to work out. And in and of ourselves, we can we can do nothing. And there's like a spiritual side to what's going on in our lives. Yeah. And I think he's right about that. Like, I mean, like, I don't know, but I'm starting to see that more. And it's just revealing to me how much I really don't know. And I don't have it worked out in my own life, and I'm not living right. And I try to, and I can't. So how can I judge anybody else? And then I was thinking about how I was kind of being hostile toward you guys when I can't even get my own act together. So anyway, that's where I'm at, and I wanted to give that to you. Like, just like I felt like I owed you an apology. Well, I appreciate that, man. I totally accept your apology. Um, right on. Yeah, um Thanks. I noticed that w- the, some of the stuff that you said, you said that you like that we're, like, talking about the liberals and things like that. But, um, but I know that you address, like, you appreciate the addressing of the spiritual side and the anger and all that stuff. So that was, like, a little surprising to me that you didn't see or you didn't let on that you saw, at least at that time that Jesse's 
generally right when you, especially like, he's right on the spiritual stuff. Like he, and he breaks stuff down to just simple right and wrong. That's where his politics comes from, right? Simple right and wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And so that's, that's why, you know, when I came, when I first started listening to Jesse and, and attending church services, it was because of spiritual stuff. Like I wanted, I knew that I was wrong and I wanted to go and find out, um, and find a place that was saying, yes, you really are as wrong as you think you are to somebody to say that to me and that, but you can overcome Hmm. it. And I wasn't hearing that in any of the churches that I was going to, even the conservative churches. They were saying, oh, you're going to continue sinning. And that was why I got into Jesse. And then the politics stuff, once he broke it down to simple right and wrong, like the immigration thing and all that, then, like, I caught on, okay, yeah, he's right. My dad is right because my dad was conservative. So um, it always, like, surprises me to hear people thinking of Jesse as, like, a political person or just entertainment or stuff like that. But anyways, man. Yeah, I think there's levels to it. I think the outer levels are more politics and then like the savage moments and stuff like that. That's the outer Yeah. the outer dressing of it all, but it, all of that comes from a deeper thing which is the the clarity of vision about right and wrong. You know, yeah. one little thing that I'll just kind of leave you with. I've been thinking about uh, it seems like a lot of what Jesse's talking about is having like an active um I don't know. Again, I could just be way off on this. I'd like to hear what he has to say about it. But I never hear him talk about our conscience. And our it's conscience? almost like, yeah, I, I kind of am starting to interpret. Like, I wonder if a fallen state just means like you're just disconnected from your conscience. Like, Jesse's always talking about, like, we know what right and wrong is, but somehow it gets inverted when you're in that fallen state. Um, but we used to have this concept of a conscience. Right. And now people don't talk about it very much at all anymore. Yeah. And like, it, so like when he says like is that normal like what what he really means is like you know in your conscience is that right interesting I, don't know. I, I wonder what he thinks about conscience yeah I don't know either because I've also heard him say we really don't know right from wrong and we cannot judge ourselves so right. interesting yeah it's an interesting question I don't know the answer to it either Mike but yeah. anyways let's talk cool. again man cool bro alright appreciate you Peace take out. care see you later bye all right, guys, this has been the Hake Report on the in Jesse Lee Peterson's studio on my streams. Shout out to Facebook, Kathy, Donald, Jay, all you guys. Appreciate you guys and YouTube. And we'll see you in church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Make sure you subscribe to Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. Take care, guys.